Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of She Salt. It's um, this one's going to be a fun one. It's going to be one I'm, I'm I've actually been looking forward to. This one is titled "Coming Home." Um, I'm I'm going back home. Doug and I are going back home. We're going back to Huntsville, Alabama. We've had some time away, and we've been off doing things, but. Sometimes home calls. So my good friend is going to sort of interview me on this um, this journey. And it's funny because she and I really became very close here in North Carolina. Uh, and yet we're both from Huntsville. So it's been um, a little journey of our own as well. It so sure it's, it's been very sweet. So Amy Hallman is here, my, my dear friend, who I've learned to just, oh my gosh, just, it's taught me that I need a sister. So um, it's been really nice. But she's got a few questions for me about this, this going home, and I think she's the perfect person to do it because it's her home too. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm excited and... Oh, what a whirlwind it's been. I know. It really has been crazy. (laughs) So, you know, this whole um, experience during this leg of your journey has brought us so close. And I've watched um, a lot of evolution and we've had highs and we've had lows. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I would just like to step back in time for a moment and ask you, you know, where did that desire to leave home come from? Um, I've always been a a leaver. <laughs> as, 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 as weird as that sounds, like I've I when I go somewhere, I love that I'm there. I live there fully. I, I really always enjoy where I'm at, no matter where I am. But I've I've always been someone who wants to check out other places Mm -hmm. and I have a natural curiosity curiosity. for Mm -hmm. how other people think and live and feel and so I've always been very explorative that way um so I have I've never had the fear of not being stable I've just always known that somehow that I would be okay Mm -hmm. um but that's it's not that the the um, explorative side of me isn't still there. It's just now my focus has shifted. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. I've watched this um, unfold, but for your listeners, tell me about the shifts. Mm-hmm. Oh, there has been a few. Um, when we left in 2020, there was a shift of energy um within me i was i was very tired physically i was very tired um i was i was very depleted um so i knew i was life was changing somehow and then there was the sale of the business and and you know with that there was also a big loss of identity because who everyone knew me as was something i really didn't see myself as anymore. Ah. Whereas in retrospect, Mm -hmm. what I was could never be lost. I just had it wrapped up in a business bundle, you know? Yes. Um, So it took, 
Yeah, that time, you know, I, I feel like the past two years, especially for me, has been, I'm a, I've been cocooning. I've you been have. melting. I've been, yes. I've gotten real goopy, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm starting, I'm starting to crystallize. And, yeah. and I think going home, I will um, butterfly. Yeah. And, and so when you say that, I can see it. And as you've made these decisions to return home, I've watched you, um, got to get more like regain energy in a focused way. Yeah. And that has been a beautiful process this summer. Um, and we've talked a lot about community, Mm-hmm. this year if we've used that word once we've used it a million times yeah yeah so what are, what do you expect um or know to be true about going home in community you know i the first year that we were we were gone we were really just trying to figure out out ourselves outside of who we were back at Huntsville and so that that was very consuming and it it, it required it required quiet and and isolation really Um, and it was very bonding for us as well when I look at it in retrospect (laughs) going through it it was it was boring at times you know it was it was stressful in its own idle way you know but um this past year, I have really like everything I took for granted about being a part of a community really came around to my feelings. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can only hold that at bay for so long before it really kind of starts to pull on your heartstrings a little bit, yes. you know, and... I, I long to see my friends in the grocery store or somebody I just even knew casually that I could say hello to. Yes. Um, yes. I miss the warmth of, of smiles from, from others, you know, and, um, yeah. you know, just that thing that we had in Huntsville. And, you know, when you're, when you're in it and you're a business owner in it, sometimes you almost, you completely take it for granted because it's just what is. Everyone, you know? It's yes, just what it every, is. You know everyone. And, yeah. Or you expect to be in community and um, recognizing people and then recognizing you and yeah. you sharing memories or laughs or planning things together and and just the familiarity right yes. to, to to be on familiar ground yes and you and I have talked about this too like for two years I have not had my bearings like if somebody says go north I'm like well at where is that right or is that <laughs> left because I you know like I don't know where I'm at yeah. literally directionally I feel like I don't I have nothing that I recognize. There's no landmarks. The the roads, I don't I can't remember them. You know, it's so I haven't had my bearings and you know, I I, I feel like as I get older that's becoming important to me. Like Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So during this year, um 
course, you had a, um, a pretty traumatic trying injury with a bicycle accident. I did. But that is when I saw a shift. Yeah, that was the turning point. And, and one thing about you is that you are very resilient. And I, I think you are an excellent model of resiliency when you are determined to, to grow and you know that growth is coming, yet even when it's uncomfortable, you stick with it. I do my best um, evolving under stressful conditions, and I'm aware of that. So when something like that happens, it's almost like it's reality check, like button it up, girl. You know, the, this is what you have to do now. And I, I'm, I like a challenge. And I always, I really believe that if I stand up to the challenge, I'll come out better on the other side. So when this happened, you know, I had just really started getting back into yoga. Yes. Just like really starting to feel strong and for the first time. And committing yeah. yourself again to it mentally, yeah. physically, and spiritually. I was committed. ready. Yeah. I had everything in alignment for it, you know, and, and then that happened and but I knew, I knew real quickly, I think I knew the next day after it happened that this was going to shift my trajectory. Like this, yeah. this was a, this was a, I had a choice here. Yes, you, know? you did. You knew it. I knew it. And I chose, I chose to make me stronger. And, you know, looking back on it, I don't think of it as a bad thing. I know, you know, I, I do limp a little after I've walked five miles, you know, like, but, you know, it's okay. I've, it's okay. I can, I can do some great, this body can do some great things. And your, and your mindset was what propelled you. Oh, yeah. Over the physical. And you started to, um, Chris, it, those ideas yeah. about who you would be on the other side started to really crystallize. And that's yeah. when you made some um, even more significant shifts about your and decisions about your lifestyle and your eating. Yeah. You know, when you have those moments with yourself where you really ask yourself a question and and you have to be completely honest like yeah because we lie to ourselves all the time we do we we do and I asked myself you know it was I had I think it was right before I got injured somewhere right around that time maybe June April May or June anyway I I got on the scale and it was the heaviest I ever remember being not being pregnant Okay. And I was just stunned because I've always been a fit person. Now, I've never been a thin person, per se, not like skinny. Yeah. yeah. But I've always been a very fit person. Mm -hmm. So I looked at the scale and I was like, oh, no, right here. It, this stops right here. 
You know, because I've always been that person that says, you know, at what point do some people realize something may be out of hand? Yeah. Because there's, there's a, we make choices with certain things. And, and I was confronted with that choice and I said, no, you know, I, and then I injured my knee and I thought, great, you know, here I have, I've made this commitment and, you know, and, and that was when I knew, you know, there was, there was, it, it was almost like something turned a notch up inside me that said, stand up straight and do the work and you're going to be better. Yeah. And it really, what it did for me is it, it proved to me that yoga is what I want to do with my life. Like without question, it proved to me that I am a good teacher because I can teach in mind as well as in body and in spirit. So it really clarified a lot for me, but it gave me a lot of focus because my focus was just to be as healthy as I can be. Yeah, and really to model that behavior for your students. Yeah. Well, I felt like this go around. I feel like this go around. I really want to 100% embody what I'm selling. Yes. And it's not that I didn't do that before, but I didn't do it with the awareness that I can do it now. Yes. Um, I think before I was just trying to make a dream come true. Uh And now I feel like I've done that. I want to make other people's dreams come true. Like, you know, I want to. It's beautiful. I want to do this right this time. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, yeah, it's a little emotional you know like coming home and 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 having a a heart connection absolutely I can see it in all that you do and um the steps that you've taken the intention the intention that you've set yeah with this particular leg of your journey and coming back home and wanting to bring your full self your very best self to your students, to your family, to people that you love and friends yeah. and your community. Like you're, re- you're showing up for it. You're a hundred percent showing up for it. I am. So the family side of it, like, you know, I, I was, a, I still had my children very young. Yeah. You know, my, I had my oldest at, at 18. Um, and I had my youngest, by the time I was 24. So, you know, I had these children young. Um, So I felt like by the time they made their way out, I was just really starting to come into myself. Sure. So I told all of those kids, I'm like, I don't want grandkids for a long time. (laughs) You know, I'm like, y'all just really think that over hard and be careful who you get involved with. You know, I just wasn't pushing for grandbabies. Yes. And, you know, life will do what life will do. And my oldest, you know, as I think um, seven years now, you know, he, he and his wife got pregnant and, 
as happy as I was, I just wasn't there yet. I wasn't in grandma mode. I was just like, oh man, <laughs> I'm, I can't be grandma. I'm only 40 something years old at that, you know, at yeah. this time. Yes. So that was really hard to swallow um, for a little bit. But as you know, when you, when you physically remove yourself from the people you love, you lose that opportunity that you can easily be a part of their lives, right? Because because it's one thing to not be super involved, but you're not that far away and you can go grab them for the day or you can go pop in. Having that availability, you you don't feel so distant, right? Of course. So then when you put that many miles between you and and your family, your children and your grandchildren, it starts to really, you know, I, I, I had FOMO, like fear of missing out. Like, I feel like I am missing out on my granddaughter's lives. And when I really sit with that, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Well, they are going to be so glad to have you nearby because you're such an inspiration to women and for those young minds and hearts yeah. it will be tremendous to have your spirit in their in their lives and it'll be it'll be a blast i can't wait to you know be that um influence that only i can be <laughs> only you can be exactly so one of the things that um i have not just admired, but have learned from watching you is, you know, it's easy to talk now about coming home and this journey and kind of packaging it up in a nice short bundle. But as a, as your friend and having spent hours and hours and hours with you um, this year, there's been times when it's this growth has been uncomfortable (laughs) while you have waited for um, the truth to emerge, whether that was truth in your direction with yoga or um, what was next or what was best for you. And and you have I mean, we've been talking quite a bit about that word the struggle and um, sur- not not the struggle, but really surrendering Yeah. within the struggle. And I think that that would be something that other women could, would, it, would like to hear or might learn from how you've been able to be at peace and, and in a very wise way say, you know, this, I'm, I'm working through this, this, isn't a really comfortable space to be in right now, but it's where I need to be for now because it's yeah. going to yeah. yield. Yeah. Well, what's next? It's, you know, I, I will say, you know, Doug and I talk about it a lot. The past two years haven't really been fun. Like everybody's like, well, it must have been great to be able to just take a couple of years off. And yeah, is it is it a great privilege? Has it you know, is that sure. a, is that an honor? Yes, for sure. I take we don't take that for granted. But it, it's not like it's been fun. I mean, it's been 
you know, uh, you know, marriage wise, we are for, for the, you know, past two years have been together 24 hours a day, seven mm-hmm. days a week mm-hmm. without exception. Yeah. Without exception. I mean, we are always together. Always. Um, or at least always under the same roof. Um, so to come out of that better as a couple. Yes. Is incredible. Um, to remove yourself from everyone you know and your safety nets and and the people you love and to put yourself out there and try to rebuild something somewhere else is brave. It is because wouldn't you say, Kathy, that part of that is also being able and willing to set ego aside? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I had to reinvent myself and I went through a few different roles. You know, mm-hmm. I tried a few different things on for size. I'm not one that's afraid to try and fail. No, you're not. I, I mean, if it doesn't work out, whatever, you know, I, it'll, I'll, it'll come up in conversation one day. Oh, I did that one time. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't care. But I, I got I have a feeling that when I find when I know I'm good at something and I know it feeds me, I know that sticks. And and that's always been yoga for me. Um, and, you know, Doug has found his passion and he's found mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. his art, yes. you know, and and he's gosh, he's grown in his craft like it's just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, even in the past year, the skill of him shooting people regularly and and learning his technique has just been a phenomenal thing to watch. So yeah. we've really both grown in in our own way, but but I don't think it's one of those things you can't see the growth until you've gone through it. Good. That is a great takeaway, I think, for anyone listening. Yeah. And it did give us a great appreciation for home. Like until you leave and you really give something else a try and and nothing feels safe or familiar, then go home. Go home. Go home. Yeah. And if you got babies at home, like go home. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody, Nobody needs me here. You know, but there right. are people that need me there. And, and I've made beautiful connections here. I've, I've made some one, and I have made a difference here. I've, I've created a beautiful yoga community here. And, yes. And I've connected people. And, you know, I have, I have people here that I've learned to grow and, and love. And, well, and you tapped back into that. You found your passion, Oh yeah, for sure. You, you found that it not only still fit you, but that, um, you were going to make it an, uh, an elevated version for you in your life of what it had been in the past. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that I could walk away from yoga a little bit. You know, there, there was a, there was a brief intention to just sit it, set it down for a little while. And 
I think that was necessary for a minute um, because, you know, when you when you get in a conditioned state to just do something mindlessly all the time, it, things lose lose their meaning, especially things that you want real that you really did connect to at one time. Sure. Um, so it took me letting it go and setting it down and kind of looking at it sitting there in the corner of the room like literally like I would have a yoga mat in the in the corner of the room like if I needed it's there but I would just ignore it it would get dust on it you know but it was always staring at me you know (laughs) and it would never leave me but what it did do was it it kind of took the focus off the physical yoga mm. and turned up the volume on the, the, the yoga of internal work. Yes. Um, yes. Like silence. I really needed, I really needed a lot of meditating. I really needed some silence. I yeah. needed no noise. And no voices. And I, when I say voices, I mean other people trying to talk to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was a lot of that. And I just needed some clarity. So it, it was, there's, there's, there's all different kinds of yoga. You know, yeah. there's all, all different philosophies out there. But I needed that step away yeah. for a little bit. And, and I, then I tried to pick it up here and there. Like, oh, I'm doing yoga again now, you know, and make these cute little videos off on the beach or whatever. (laughs) But I wasn't ready. I I still wasn't quite ready yet. I still hadn't, the the fire was dimly lit still, but I wasn't ready to like ignite that flame yet. And, um, and then when I made that commitment to myself to get healthier, yes, it, it, she stood up, you know, my yoga, my inner yogi stood up and said, all right, bitch, it's time. We got it. We're, <laughs> we're going to do it this go round. And, and, and when that side of me takes control, that's my mindset. Yes. And there was really nothing anyone could do to change my mind. <laughs> I mean, really yeah. like, yeah. And you knew, and you knew you wanted to come home to do that. And, and do it for real, like do yeah. it truly and authentically. Like I'm not perfect. Like I, I will, we'll go out and get in trouble together. Like I am not a perfect girl. I, and I never would strive to be, I like being a little mischievous and, <laughs> and, and having yes, a good time do. and, and all that. So, you know, but I, there were things that I needed that I knew at a soul level had to go. Sure. And that's different for everyone. But for me, and it had nagged on me for a few years, it it was drinking. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I was a heavy drinker. I I mean, I would probably classify as just your everyday Jane, right? Like a couple of glasses of wine a day, maybe a beer and a glass of wine. But I probably had a minimum of two drinks a day consistently and over time that really really starts to add to you and and I wasn't so um I got to where I was more lenient on what I ate and how much I ate so things just kind of crept up yeah you know and 
I just wasn't happy with myself. I really wasn't. And, and I believe, first and foremost, the first person you have to be honest with is yourself yeah. above yeah. everyone else. Like, if, if you catch yourself lying to yourself, you, you need to sit down for a second and check it because there's some deep-rooted shit in that. <laughs> so, well, you're pretty authentic, you know, you're, with everyone else. So, Well, I did. I just had that moment, and I was like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And, and I sat down with myself, this is exactly what we're going to do about it. So I just, I, that was it. So I quit drinking. Um, and it was a challenge. I mean, you've been with me through yeah. that. Um, it's been a challenge as far as, you know, I, I'm smart enough to realize this is in my mind, mm. thinking that I have to have this drink when I go to dinner. I have to have this drink when I sit. And, and it's such a part of society, our our culture. Yeah, but that's where I'm so glad I'm a rebel because I don't give a shit yeah. about that, yeah. right? But you it's, know? It's, it is... Um, since you've stepped away from it and become so mindful and I've, we've talked about it and I've heard you discuss it with other people that, you know, it's such an acceptable form of um, self-medication, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I get that too, you yeah. know, and besides that, I actually really liked drinking. Like I, <laughs> I loved the taste of a really good beer. I mean, I liked beer. Mm. I like good beer not IPAs by the way good beer <laughs> <laughs> and I I loved wine you know yeah. and and a really good margarita you know I I enjoyed the taste of that but I knew if I really wanted and keep in mind I'm 52 it's not like we're talking about being 30 years old or something like right. if you really want to get in good shape and physically fit at 52 then you got to be serious Right. So I, I took it seriously. So I'm like, all right, no drinking. Um, so, yeah, there was a little willpower involved with that, a little bit of mind games with yourself and, and recognizing it when it comes up, like when you're when you're like, you, you really need to have a drink. No, you don't go get water. And that's when or you walk the dog. That's when you're little you know, that part of yourself starts to stomp its foot in your head, like, I want to drink. <laughs> anyway, so it, you know, once I recognized for me, I, it, how I handle things like that sometimes is I call myself out on it as just silly bullshit. Like, <laughs> Kathy, you're an adult. If you don't really want to drink, then don't have one. Yeah. You know, and, and I never wanted that to reflect on who I was with, because that's my thing. You know, that's not right. your thing. That's not Doug's thing. That's not anybody that's with me's thing. Because I think I can't expect people to do what I'm doing, right? Because sure. that's selfish and silly. And and I like the challenge in that, too. Because if I'm serious, then what you're drinking or anyone else is drinking really shouldn't matter to me in the first place. Yeah. And you have been so um, quiet and kind of curious you know, I, I, just watching with curiosity um, and no, yeah, no judgments. There have huh. been no judgments. And no, and it, it hasn't been as it hasn't been that hard. But you do get these moments where you, you catch yourself thinking it'd be really good to have a drink right now, <laughs> you know, but 
You just yeah. let it go. You know, I, I'll pour myself a pretty fizzy water or something, and that's good. But, you know, besides that, I, I really wanted, um, I really, I, I, I started to think about how really fortunate we are to live where we do in the world and to have really good grocery stores near us. Yes, And, you know, when I started trying to, you know, wrap, everybody's always talking about what they're grateful for. And, you know, some of the times I've always felt the most grateful as an adult was standing in front of a beautifully organized, stocked refrigerator. Ah, Is when I have, and and especially when I had little ones in the house, if I could open up that refrigerator and see a stocked refrigerator, I felt rich. Yes. And this blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, and I mean this fully, like that's when I could sit down as a mother and, and just not worry about everything else because my babies have food Yeah, and they've got, you know, heat and things like that. So you know, it's just things. There's, I mean, in this season of gratitude and reflection, um, it is important to stop and be grateful for those things which seem small, but they're not. No. For so many Americans and just people even in our in our communities. Yeah. For sure. To have that access. So, Kathy, I would love to ask you, and this is unprompted, so you may not have it on the um, top of your mind, but what word or words would describe you today coming home that is Kathy now versus two years ago when you left? Um, accepting. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot about accepting what it is. Yeah. And, and it's not that I haven't been open to accepting things, but I mean, we're like really mindful is another way because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mindfully accepting things mm-hmm. like what, if I accept this thought, if I accept this, mm-hmm. this belief what am I accepting? What oh. what comes with this? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and clarity. Yeah, I would say those are th- those are three of the main ones. You know, it's not that I know exactly what the future is going to bring me, but I have a I have a clear picture of how I want to live. And those three words are beautiful gifts to teach four little girls. Yes, I'm so excited to see those girls. <laughs> I am, I am. I'm going to be that crazy grandma. <laughs> but you know what? I accept it fully. Like, I'm, I'm walking into it excited mm. and and happy to do it. You know, whereas in the past, I've been reluctant. Yeah. Like, and, and you're honest. I mean, you're honest and, and open yeah, about I mean, it's, that. We go through these phases, you know, and, and I think part of the being away was it was almost the maternal thing. Like, I, I really wanted to know, I want to see them grow up, you know, like sure. in real time. Yes. 
you know, and, and, and at least them really know who I am, what I look like, you know, those sorts of things. And, you know, baked cookies and all that, (laughs) all that good stuff. Um, but no, I look forward to it and I look forward to my boys, seeing my boys again. Well, I know they're all looking forward to having you back and, um, I'm sure going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too, but I know I see you a lot. (laughs) It's a good thing we have unlimited um, phone and text. Yes, for sure. (laughs) And you've got a room at my house always, so it's all good. Well, thank you for doing this. Well, thank you for inviting me and to be a part of this part of your journey. And I can't wait to see what the next chapter looks like for you. Well, you can't get rid of me now. (laughs) And likewise. (laughs) All right. Thank Thank you, you, sweetheart. Thank you, everybody. You guys have a great day. Namaste. Namaste.